Welcome to Piedmont Arts. I'm Rachel Stewart. Heartland Baroque is an ensemble specializing in music of the 17th and 18th centuries, with members hailing from North Carolina, Indiana, Maryland, and California. They perform regularly in our region and have a series of concerts this month around North Carolina. One of them will take place Sunday, September 24th at St. Albans Episcopal Church in Davidson. Marty Perry is founder and artistic director of Heartland Baroque. She's also one of their violinists. And she's a respected early music specialist on violin and viola. She performs with many North American period instrument ensembles, including North Carolina Baroque Orchestra and the Bach Academy Charlotte Orchestra. And she is our guest for this episode of Piedmont Arts. So welcome, Marty. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So I wonder, you know, for folks who are not really sure what we mean when we talk about early music or why you would be talking about music from the 17th and 18th century, what is that? And and how is it different from, I guess, the, the way people think of classical music generally? So what we do, if we're called historically informed specialists or early music specialists, is we are playing on instruments that are set up in the same way they would have been in the 17th and 18th century. For the string instruments, violin and cello in our group, this means that we play without chin rests, without shoulder rests. The angle of the neck on the violin is a different angle at at the angle it would have been in the 17th and 18th century. We're playing on gut strings that are not wound in metal. And for the cellists in our group, Barbara Crumdeek, she is playing with no end pen. The instruments came into existence in around 1540, and they look exactly like what you would expect a violin or viola or cello to look like. Just that there are these small differences. And mostly it kind of changes the sound of the instruments. The instruments are more warm and resonant and They were playing at the time in the 17th and 18th century to smaller venues, churches, salons, rooms and apartments in palaces. They were much smaller than today's concert halls. So some of the changes that happened with the metal strings and the changing of the tension with the neck angle were to make the instruments project out to a bigger concert hall. And in the case of our other two musicians, um, Keith Collins plays Dulcian in our group, and that is the earliest version of the bassoon. Billy Sims plays the Orbo and Baroque guitar, which were instruments that were much more in use in the 17th and 18th century. We like to explore how the sound of these instruments in their closer to original form speak to and communicate the music in a different way. You can hear a modern violin playing Bach or Vivaldi, but it's a much different sound to hear an instrument in a Baroque setup play the same pieces. So it's a, it's a lot about history and historical context as well as music. Yes, very much. <laughs> right. We love the instruments and we love the music and we're passionate about that. But yeah, we're kind of a little bit of music history nerds and an historical context nerds as well, in a way. So when people hear you all perform, is it fair to say they're getting a pretty good approximation of what someone might have heard, you know, 300 years ago 
200 years that's ago? A, <laughs> that's a very interesting and complicated question <laughs> because we didn't have recording equipment right. two or 300 years ago. So we have no idea. But what, what, what we hope that we are able to um, realize the music in a kind of similar way that you would have heard. Is it any um, more difficult to play the period instruments? You're talking about the the angles being different. Barbara has no end pin in her cello, and <laughs> that seems like a challenge to me. But uh, is it harder or is it just different? I think it's different. I think it presents different challenges. I think the things, you know, playing any classical instrument is full of challenges in the technique and in um, the artistry of realizing what you want the music sound like because the notes on the page are not the music. And I think we just have different challenges with our instruments. Talk to us a little bit about the program that will be at St. Albans on the 24th. I think, yes, the 24th. I noticed, you know, when if you go to the Heartland Baroque website, we see that you offer several different programs, uh, I believe, right? Uh, yes, yes. And there's some interesting descriptions about the programs. They focus on certain composers or places and also are combined with literature. What are you doing when you come to St. Albans and Davidson? Well, this new program is featuring composers from 17th century Venice, Giovanni Lagrenzi, Johann Rosenmuller, who were the composers of the Venetian Ospedali. The Venetian Ospedali are the places that cared for the sick, the homeless, the poor in the 17th century. The Ospedali Grandi is the label of the four different types of these hospitals in Ven in Venice. Um, they were hospices. The Ospedali Pieta became very well known to everyone now because in the 18th century, the main um, musician there was Antonio Vivaldi. And within these Ospedali, there were orphans or youths and women who were brought there also by noble families to study music. They studied with these famous musicians. Vivaldi is the most well-known musician who taught the these women at the Foundling Hospital at the Pieta. But um, there were composers, musicians there before Vivaldi doing this. And that's what our concert features. And we wanted to also explore because we like to do this storytelling and giving some context to our audience. We, the texts we will read are historic texts about, about these, the hospital. So where did you find these texts? Where do you go to do this research? <laughs> um, well, there are actually what, what we like to focus on very much in what we do is primary sources. And there are actually people in the 18th century, in the 17th and 18th century, who visited and heard these concerts and wrote commentary on them. One was a priest. There was a philosopher who's quite famous, Rousseau, who went and heard the music at the Ospedale del Pieta. You can find lists of what names were given to the orphans 
who were left there because they had to be given other last names, names like abandoned or blessed, a huge variety of Italian names given to them. There are also lists in registers of things that were left with the orphan when they were put in the baby hatch. It's so interesting. These themes that you have for your programs are just really, um, they're unusual, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, in fact, maybe you could tell us what a couple of the others are. Um, and and do they, do you come up with the themes just based on just, you're coming across things when you're doing research? How, how do you do that? Do you all do it? We've talked together as a group about this. I am sort of the brainstormer who comes up with these ideas and we've had conversations in the group and they feel like they've enjoyed my ideas so far. <laughs> and so they've entrusted me with doing this. Sometimes what happens is when I am exploring something, then I start to get other ideas when I talk to the group. And then it kind of goes from there, a lot of the process. And some of the more of the ideas come as I do more research. We've done a program in Davidson that was Venetian music. And we had readings from Mark Twain about his travels in Venice. And that was an interesting juxtaposition to hear what an American in Venice would say about Venice, coupled with the music of the 17th century in Venice. Our last program before this one was um, Don Quixote. And we read parts of Don Quixote and then played music that reflected those themes, but also Telemann's Don Quixote Suite. We found very quickly that the audiences responded really well. It provided them a context to something to imagine while they were listening to the music. Because this particular, what we do in the, with the 17th century music sounds so much different than the Baroque music of the 18th century. The 17th century pieces that we're playing, these sonatas are kind of wild and experimental and they're not as formalized as some of the 18th century music that people associate more with the Baroque. If you've never heard one of these 17th century sort of group composed pieces with all of these turn on a dime changes of affect and color and all of these virtuosic techniques that they were trying with the instruments because the violin was very new and they these composers were saying, let's see how this can sound with two violins playing together virtuosically and not like music you've really ever heard before. And so I think this having the, the literature or the other aspect is kind of grounding in a way. Yeah, because I, like you said, a lot of people are not familiar with this music. It's not what you hear very often on WDAV, even, right? Right, <laughs> right. D did you, um, did you start Heartland Baroque to really have a an outlet for exploring this stuff, or? Oh, definitely. And Keith, Keith, and I were at Indiana University studying in the um, historically perform historical performance institute. At the time we were there, it was called the Early Music Institute together. And um, there is so much of this gorgeous repertoire for dulcian and violins. And we always knew we wanted to um, have a way 
an outlet to play this music together. And finally, um, over the years, kind of a group came together that had a great synergy for doing this. We gel very well together. Right. <laughs> well, it sounds like a lot of fun, actually. To, it's to a blast. Able, yeah. <laughs> Get to deep dive on something you're really interested in and and then share it with people in a way that gives them, like you were saying, the context and, and a way to to become acquainted with it. It's a dream come true. Marty Perry, I want to thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us on Piedmont Arts today. Marty is the founder and artistic director of Heartland Baroque, which will be performing in Davidson September 24th. That is a Sunday at St. Albans Episcopal Church. For Piedmont Arts, I'm Rachel Stewart.